yeah, that, and that's, that's where I, be, I believe the world's headed and where we at Guru are headed. And when you, when you tie it back to demos, it becomes interesting, right? Like the person that's in the product and actually starts using the product in the free edition, when a, when a sales rep or a sales engineer needs to talk to them, it can't just be the old demo script. Yeah. It can't, it can't right? It like can't. they, there has to be flexibility there and they need to be adding value in those demo conversations. Hey everyone, George Soto here, and you're watching Demo Diaries. Today I'm joined by JJ Ferroni, who is the VP of Sales and Customer Success at Guru. I've known JJ for quite a few years. We, we used to run in, into each other at like, you know, networking events and conferences and that sort of stuff. You know, the, the SaaS ecosystem is, uh, is so small. How are you, JJ? I'm great, George. Doing great. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on. No, good to talk you. to you, even though it's not in person. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm kind of digging. I've sort of gone through this like weird roller coaster about how I feel uh, regarding remote. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, great, I can just like roll out of bed, sleep a little more, brush my teeth and be on a call. Um, and then other other days I'm like, I'm just sitting here by myself all day and it can get quite cumbersome. But uh, I, I'm looking forward to like a hybrid model moving forward. See what that ends up looking like. But yeah, uh, me, me, me as me as well. I live uh, outside of Philadelphia and uh, have young kids at home. Uh, and now that they're back in school, I'm looking forward to at least a couple of days a week getting back in, being able to talk to people face to face. Absolutely, focus. Put on your shoes. Yes. I have yes. a joke that I didn't put pants on for maybe eight months. <laughs> not a joke, actually, but. Uh, <laughs> But JJ, why don't you tell folks a little bit about your career background? How did you end up getting to run sales and uh, success at one of the most innovative SaaS companies in the market, really? Well, you're very kind. Um, yeah, so I, uh, when I originally started out on the, the support and, and success side, they called it professional services back in the early 2000s at a company uh, called uh, Boomi. Uh, it has since been acquired by Dell. But what I, I really enjoyed the customer facing component of that when we were doing professional services. Uh, and ultimately I moved over to the sales engineering org within Boomi um, and, and then made my way. It was a very technical product and ultimately ended up um, leading the sales and sales engineering team at Boomi before, before I left. Uh, the founder of Boomi um, decided to leave and, and go start a new company, which was Guru. And Guru is a company wiki, but we approach it differently. And uh, it was a problem that we had when Boomi got bought by Dell. How do you educate? You know, Boomi was a, a very small company. How do you educate the thousands of, of sales reps at Dell on, on the product in a efficient manner and make sure that they're actually being able to consume it everywhere that they live? And that's really the problem that we want to solve with Guru. Um, we, we're a company wiki, but we want to put the knowledge that you need to do your job everywhere that you work. So we think about it as much more of a embedded experience so that you don't have to open another tab to find what you're looking for to do your job. It can live wherever you are, in Slack, in the browser, uh, wherever you are, and, and you can move on to, to the next thing that you need to do. So I joined in 2014. The product came out in 2015, and we've kind of iterated on both the product and the go-to-market ever since, um, really with that core focus in mind. How do, we, how do we get through into the hands of organizations so that they can um, do their best work and, and leverage their, their, their people's most important asset, which is their knowledge? Awesome. Well, we're customers, so we, I don't know what we would do without it. Uh, so kudos to you. Let, let's talk a little bit about 
product-led organizations because, you know, product-led is no longer just a free trial and that's it, right? It's really transitioned and now is sort of making its way across all revenue-facing or externally-facing uh, organizations. What is it like being a sales leader at a product-led organization and how do we like maximize that product-led experience? Yeah, it's fascinating. When you sent over those topics, it really resonated with me um, because over the last 12 to 15 months, we've been making the transition from sales-led to, to I'll call product-led. What we realized was that our most successful customers experienced the product and got to the point of understanding the value of the product before they decided to purchase. So we've been moving that further and further up funnel and trying to get them to that point. And what that's really led us to is, is a product-led sales motion. Uh, and for us, that's been a, um, uh, it's been a process to get there, both a people process and getting people accustomed to that change and it being okay that people try the product before they actually talk to a sales rep mm. and a process, um, making sure that the systems and processes are set up to allow for that to happen and capture how folks are experiencing the free edition so that the sales rep can take, it, take advantage of that. Um, and our sales motion has actually changed as well. We used to have a, I know, I know Joe talks about how the the Sandler submarine is dead. And I, I very much agree. I, I feel like in the, um, the enterprise sales world, it was a very rigid process that was laid out and the buyer kind of had to conform to that in a, in a lot of ways. And the demos are, are, are along with that as well. You had kind of a demo script and you really want to fall within that. Well, now in the product like growth world, you have a lot of people, there's a lot of different paths for people to talk to a sales rep. They mm. may or may not have experienced your product. They may have. They may have literally implemented Guru before they talk to one of our mm. account executives. And the account executive needs to be able to adjust to that and add value in their conversations when they're mm. when they're kind of being asked to demo. Um, yeah. And all of that, all of that adjustment has happened in the last 12 to 15 months for us. But I I believe it's the path forward for a lot of go-to-market organizations is allowing people to try and get to value before they actually purchase the product. I get the sense after speaking to a variety of different leaders over the, you know, the last, I would say several years who have had product led motions and some of the challenges that they run into it typically, well, there's quite a few, but there, there's a lot around like we got the customer or the prospect into the product within some sort of product led experience. And now they're just paying the you know twenty dollar a month thing, right? And then this is Pepsi or this is a large enterprise, and we can't now get you know get them on the enterprise uh, plan, right? And so I think that what I've seen, and you know maybe you can speak to this in in a little detail, is kind of how you've evolved the pricing model to make sense. So you don't have this long tail piece and maybe, or maybe you didn't, you never went to market with a, 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 you know, cheaper offering or long tail offering and you just let folks in the product. But when it was time, then they had to upgrade to a, you know, let's say a mid market or enterprise pricing. Does that ring a bell by any chance? Yeah. I mean, we have, um, so we're, we're a company wiki, right? So in order to get value out of it, it's either your company or a department usage. Um, we're not necessarily a single player mode. So when, we're, when we have people that are in the free edition, um, we have certainly had people that have bought for three or four people that are just content writers that just want to write content, and get it organized before they then deploy it to their 
team or their company. And that's where we focus our energy. That's totally fine. We've had people that have signed up for three or four people and then deploy to a thousand or more. And that's amazing. And that may take a little bit longer than a traditional sales motion for us, mm-hmm. but that's a but that's totally okay. And what we do on the on the sales side is the sales for us has shifted a bit more from like just the just the upfront to conversion point to a bit later into like closer to conversion and then and then post sale. Um, our reps get commissioned the first year after the initial sale um, because we want them thinking about how do I cultivate this relationship. How do I, how, you know, they, they may, you know, they went into the free edition and they understand these features, but they don't necessarily understand how Guru delivers value to the organization Mm. or achieves the business outcomes they're looking for. And that's where the AE and our sales engineers are really driving those conversations is how you can achieve value with Guru. And how are you making that work from a unit economics perspective? Let's say if they're signing up to a tier and maybe it's just a, 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 you know, set of users and they're they're not ready to pay, you know, something that would be a upper market sort of price. How are you doing that? Are you thinking, you know, sort of like, okay, well, this organization has the ability to to grow, you know, the total addressable sort of user base, uh, mm-hmm. for lack of better words, is huge. Right now, they're using three. It's up to now our AE and CS uh, to to drive adoption and drive them to start to add essentially the entire organization. That's, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. So we have, you know, we are, and I'll say we are still on this journey, but we are trying to get better at understanding the triggers, the, the, the PQLs, the hand raisers, Mm -hmm. at what point the sales rep actually gets engaged in an account and trying to understand the potential of that account um, so that they can, um, we are making sure that we're maximizing our reps at, um, uh, a rep's time. Um, the reality is the reps are, again, they're, 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 they're comped on that, that initial sale that, but we're okay with that initial. And this was a transition for us. And it took a little while to get the sales reps on board. We're okay with that initial sale being, being smaller, showing the value, helping the, those champions make that business case. And then showing that expansion over time, because we know over time, we can capture more and more from team to team or entire company over time. You know, JJ, one of the things I love about product-led is really allowing the technology to do a lot of the qualification, do a lot of the identification of champions and power users within the system. And, you know, historically, without these motions or without this technology or these insights, you're just kind of like, all right, well, we think this title is that. So now we're going to reach out to Sally and Sue because they have those titles, assuming that they are the uh, the influencers, right, or those champions internally. This always brings me back to a conversation I had with a fellow who was uh, the first business leader at Asana. I forgot Kenny's last name, uh, but I was having lunch with him one day, and he was explaining their motion. And, and mind you, this was, you know, I'm going to say like 10 years ago or so, um, you know, early days Asana. And he was mentioning how, they just let everyone in and then programmatically identify an account in the system. And then who is the individual? So they called the champion, uh, the individual that invited the, mo- the most people within their organization. So irrespective of their title, right? Which was yep. sort of interesting, right? Like very much a consumer product sort of mindset, it felt like. Uh, but yeah, they, they identified that user who was super active. 
and then contacted them and then said, okay, well, you know, that, that's getting contact. We've seen that you've invited, you know, 50 people. Now there's all this reporting and this additional stuff that you can use to upgrade. So, you know, yes. really, really interesting stuff there. Yeah. That, and that's, that's where I, be, I believe the world's headed and where we at Guru are headed. And when you, when you tie it back to demos, it becomes interesting, right? Like the person that's in the product and actually starts using the product in the free edition, when a, when a sales rep or a sales engineer needs to talk to them, it can't just be the old demo script. Yeah. It can't, it can't right? It like can't. they, there has to be flexibility there and they need to be adding value in those demo conversations and the outcomes of the demo need to be clear and what you actually want to achieve. Um, and, and to me, product like growth is a really unique opportunity for folks like yourselves who are working on, um, you know, demo, demo platforms because demos are incredibly, in our world, demos are really important because people come in, they try the product, they understand features. They don't necessarily understand the value or how to achieve a business outcome. Mm. And that to, to us, now we're, we're fortunate. Um, we have a, a, a really, um, smart sales engineering leader named Rob Falcone and some really great sales oh, engineers, yeah. but they've innovated on the sales, the demo process itself in a, in a product like growth world, because ultimately we want those demo conversations to be driving to value. And then ultimately we want them to actually recognize that value when they go back into the product. Awesome. Yeah. We're going to have Rob on the show in the coming weeks. I got to pick up his book. He's amazing. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's his book's great, and he's really innovated on the on the product leg growth side. He's spun up an entire team internally at Guru called Product Specialists, where really focused on like how do we drive people back into the product because if we get them to use the product, we know ultimately they'll convert and expand. Um, so, yeah, interesting. It, that reminds me of like the mobile app ecosystem, and there was like an entire effort around reactivating users, right? Yes. Using a variety of things. And so it's awesome to hear this. It's, you got my uh, toes tingling here. So, <laughs> so JJ, are we saying that within a product-led experience or, or sales motion, it's no longer just, hey, here's the demo, here are the features um, by itself. Maybe there's some of that, right? But we're assuming that they've been in, if we have analytics around their usage tied to Salesforce or something, that's obviously a plus. But now it's like the demo is really about mapping what they've already sort of interacted with, with business value. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah, awesome. we're, we're trying to get to the place where, you know, in our demo processes, we're trying to understand who we're talking to, the organization or department we're talking to. But really, we're trying to understand, like, how we match the features to the, to the value. And I know you're supposed to do that in every demo, but like you need to understand what they've actually done in the product. So that you can say like, hey, here's what you've tried out. Here's what you could, here's the value that you could deliver. If you're a support team and you're looking to use Guru to reduce the, the handle time of your calls, well, here are the things that you could do to, to get there. You've already kind of done some of them in the product, but here are the additional things you could do. Like you need that context in a product like growth world of what they've actually done in the product so that you can personalize the demo even more rather than just the demo being to a bunch of people that haven't actually experienced the product before. Got it. Awesome. Where do you go at Guru to get demos done? Is that like Rob's team or is it engineering? Is it Rob's team with engineering? It's, it's, it's Rob's team. It's okay. so um, Rob's team stands up the, does, does our, our demo environments and, and personalizations. Usually demos tend to be for, um, you know, more, more strategic size customers, mm -hmm. but we have, we have customers of all size come in and just like, Hey, I understand these features, but I'm not quite sure how to get, X, Y, and Z 
value out of it. And we'll help them through that, that process through, through Rob's team. And how customized do these demos sort of, uh, or how customers uh, customized are these demos? Like, are they like, you know, data, is it logos? Is it specific sort of aha moments or like features? If you're, if you're an enterprise customer, it'll be pretty personalized, right? Like a sales engineer will do personalized demo. We even do something called in the enterprise space, we'll do something called a guided trial, which is like a sales engineer actually helping you. Okay. You saw this demo. Here's the business value you want to get out of it. Like let's spin up an account for you, help you put some content in there so you can actually experience it in your systems. Think of it like a POC light, but we can do Mm -hmm. that very quickly with a sales engineer. Mm -hmm. Um, Those tend to be the most personalized. If, If you're uh, a, a small or mid-sized customer um, will tend to just look at what's in your account and try to personalize mm-hmm. it and then drive you back into the account. We will always want you to be experiencing the value for yourself because we know that that's the highest likelihood of conversion. Got it. And w- when are you typically like introducing this kind of you know customized demo? Is this like second call, third call? It, you know, the Product like growth allows for a lot of flexibility, a lot of flexibility, yeah. right? So like usually the way that people come in, we do have a demo request on our website, but usually people are coming in and signing up for the product itself, mm-hmm. either the trial or the free edition. And then there's optionality. We have people that just want to experience it themselves um, entirely. We have people that kind of want what we call mid-touch, which is like a you know an AE engage, but really just helping drive them back into resources that they can experience in the product themselves. And then we have a high touch motion, which will usually be us trying to understand what they've done in the product already, and then jumping on the phone to to show them how they could actually get to the point of value. Um, I will say the demo in those in those um, motions tend to come. To, you know, we used to do like a full discovery call before we do a personalized demo. Now we're doing a bit more. I know Joe's talked about this, like a discovery yeah. demo where we're showing you the product, but we're asking you mm, questions as I well. Love that discovery. Um, and then, but we're always at the end of it, trying to understand, Hey, do you want to experience this in the product yourself? You want us to help you like h- help us understand? Cause we have multiple paths that we can drive you towards. Awesome. JJ, I know you got to go here in a second. Thank you so, so much for your time. Uh, if you had one actionable tip sales leaders who are working at a product led organization today, or perhaps they're transitioning to a product led uh, motion what's that one tip you would give them around really hitting the ground running and seeing some early results? Yeah, I think I would go back to taking a step back and trying to understand what you're looking to achieve out of your demos in a product-led growth world, if that's the, if that's the world you're headed towards. Um, and in my mind, the demo should be adding value to the conversation when someone can already access the, the buttons and the features in the product in the free edition. So how do you think about adding value to the conversation with those demos? How do you think about tying those demos to business outcomes that you're looking to achieve with your, your customer and leverage the time that you have with them to make that a personalized experience so that they understand the business value and then you know use platforms like yourselves to give them takeaways that they can go sell that case internally? Well, JJ, thank you for that plug there. I didn't <laughs> slip you a hundred, but... Um, <laughs> I'll get you a beer one day when, uh, there we go. when we can see each other. Well, thank you so, so much for your time. If folks want to follow you on social media, maybe learn more about Guru and the career opportunities there, or maybe check out the product. What are some good URLs or social handles to reach you? Sure. It's JJ Ferroni. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, getguru.com is our, is our website. We are hiring. Um, 
we're product-led growth, so there's a lot on the product design and engineering front. Uh, a few few roles on marketing as uh, as well. Would love to chat if anyone wants to reach out. Awesome. Well, have a wonderful day, and uh, hope to uh, to see you and talk soon. All right, George. Talk soon. Bye.